Range Time is a bi-weekly podcast talking about guns, gear, and the shooting lifestyle. Opinions expressed may or may not be those of our parent company, sponsors, or advertisers. Enjoy. It's the Range Time Podcast. I'm listening to calls. Can this place done? Please. All right, well, let's get started. Welcome, everybody. To the uh, to the downrange podcast. No, what? what Already, you could have gone on. I did not notice. I did. <laughs> Try to keep John from getting sued. Welcome everybody to Range Time. Yes, it is your bi-weekly or so podcast about guns, gear, and all things related to the Second Amendment. It's really not. I mean, uh, I mean, we do out. we do like all those things, but I've realized that we don't talk about those kind of things nearly enough. We just talk. We do. We yeah. So I'm John Smith. I'm your host. Uh, my co-host Jim York. Guns. Now we talked about guns. Where do you work this week? <laughs> I actually got. Me. <laughs> 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 I was good talking about that, but we talk about it all lot. No, I still work at like those same places, but then got another one. You, so you have three jobs. Yeah. Where? Uh, Mountain Primal Meat Company. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. That's a thing. I can't say what I wanted to say because it'll get bleeped. I have I have the meat company in my pants. Can I? <laughs> Everybody's say that? invited. I that, don't that, know that, sounds, that sounds very primal. <laughs> yeah. What do you do at Mountain Meadows Meat same, Primal? No, same thing. Just <laughs> something. Give people the meats. Yeah, I can't. that's Arby's. Yeah, he loves that place. <laughs> oh yeah, I forget who I'm talking. Don't to. Don't get you. me sued, buddy. <laughs> I'm sharing meat among the masses. I'll say that. Ooh, I like that. Communal meat. Yeah. I love that. There's other places that happens too. <laughs> That's my favorite metal band We're not from based the 80s. Yeah, not based out of Vegas. Uh, we also have <laughs> Officer Mike, Greetings. Uh, who is a police officer somewhere in the state of Utah. We choose not to say where because we don't want him speaking for the department or the department speaking for him. Absolutely. So. Uh, and joining us today, we have our special friend, Dan. Hello. Uh, now, Dan, can we, say, can we say what you do for a living? Uh, I'd rather not. Okay. So we're not going to say what Dan does for a living. Um, but Dan has a very unique perspective on, on guns in that he works with them frequently and he has been on the receiving end of, uh, of, of some barking. You, you've (laughs) had, you've had Mr. Thundermaker bark fire at you. Now this was not in a robbery or hostile experience. In fact, the bullet came from your own gun, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was in a training scenario. Okay. And while doing some training, uh, you had a uh, an ND and put a bullet in your leg. That is true. That is terrifying because that's, I mean, that's, that's one of the worst case scenarios. Not the worst, but everybody, everybody fears the gunshot that they're not expecting. Correct. So that's always the loudest one. <laughs> uh, that's definitely always loud. I've had an ND. Um, I had a negligent discharge in my home once. Nope. You? Uh, nope. You've never had one? Nope. ND, you ever had one? ND free over here. ND free. Sorry. Uh, that's, so, that's why we're splitting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 50% <laughs> of this room doesn't know that feeling. And, and I hope you never do because mine, nobody got hurt. Um, and it was absolutely terrifying. And it wasn't my fault. It was proven that it wasn't. I, I had a, uh, I, we've talked about it on earlier episodes. Um, I had a, a very poorly made uh, cheap gun. It was a 380, and when I I was getting ready to to, to go shopping, it was my concealing carry. Uh, put the mag in, racked it, and as the slide came forward, it slam fired, and finger was, was off the trigger. Scary. But around 
left the chamber, went through a TV, went through the wall, through a door, and into the carpet. And because this is uh, the state of Utah, nobody called the police or anything. Everybody <laughs> just kind of assumed, hey, Andy! It's, it's kind of like living on a gun range out here. It's, it's awesome. a desk pop, whatever. <laughs> it's a desk pop! Everybody's done a desk pop! Yeah. With bulletproof carpet. <laughs> yeah. Kevlar carpet. It should be a thing. Hey, the carpet ended up stopping the bullet. That's what I'm so, saying. Yeah. That's, you never know. Um, so I immediately got rid of the gun. Uh, I thought about taking it to the police department and having them destroy it. I pawned it. <laughs> so now somebody else has had that uh, I got wonderful experience. <laughs> the ATF usually tracks ownership. This one, they're tracking how many NDs it's got. I took it to one store, and I tried selling it, and I told them what happened, and they're like, get that out of my store. And so I took it to another store and didn't tell them what happened. A little happened. more no. lenient on the story the next go around. I, took, I, took, <laughs> I, I just don't need this gun. I took my 50 bucks, and, and I went home. It works. It works a little too well. Yeah, it's no, all good. It, it served its intended purpose. It <laughs> shot a bullet. That's kind of what scared me about it so um but yours is a little bit different uh yours was was it muscle memory how it well walk me through because i want to let's start I, from the very beginning yeah let's start what with kind what of happened. gun was it it was a glock 19 okay so nine millimeter yeah. okay 19 17 sorry my bad <laughs> Is <laughs> Glock? Where you start sending me all the all the facebook messages about sorry uh, my that was my bad it's glock 17 I'm already getting hate mail from from all the Glock <laughs> fans after talking Mike's choice of firearms last week. But uh, Mr. XD over crap there talking. Excuse me, man. Language again. Uh, so let's uh, let's let's walk through the scenario. What happened? All right. So somebody and I, some buddies and I were doing a competition where you had to draw out, fire two rounds, the fastest. Both had to be on target. The fastest one would continue on. We get down to the last four, so four individuals. They yell, gun, draw out, fire my two rounds, slide locks back, drop the mag, insert another one, rack it, go to holster, and as I'm holstering, I feel the slide run up my arm. And in my mind, I go, it's not supposed to do that. That's not correct. Not knowing what happened at that point, I just let my gun go. Because I know if it hits the ground, it's not going to go off. It's a Glock. I'm not worried about that. But I didn't know why the slide was cycling. So when I go to look down at my gun, I notice I have a hole in the back of my pant leg. Oh, my gosh. Right about. So you didn't feel it? No. I didn't feel anything. Oh, my gosh. Was it like the very back of your pant leg? So I was wearing cargo pants, so it was right around the, the cargo pocket on the right side, just about midway up. Oh, my gosh. And so it didn't just go through your pants, right? No. This is the first – okay, so, so for people listening – And that hole is, wasn't there to begin I've, with. I've heard this story, but I've never heard it from you. <laughs> I've heard it from a lot of your mutual friends. Yeah. So <laughs> – I asked Dan to come here today and said, hey, you want to be on my podcast? And he's like, eh, we'll see if we have time. Knowing full well I was going to put you on the spot and have you talk about <laughs> this, but I didn't warn him beforehand. Um, it's all right. So I'm, I'm sorry for, for, for railroading you like that. But <laughs> it's all right. This is what it's like to be friends with John. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the only time it happens. So pant leg. Yep. So I look at, you know, I see the hole. It wasn't there before and. Not sure why it's there right now, but I look at the guy who's running the drill for us. 
And I go, I think I shot myself. And he looks at me. He's like, you're fine. I'm like, oh, okay. So I look back again and I see the hole. And I'm like, no, there's a hole there. And I look at him. And I go, no, really, I, I think I shot myself. And so he's like, well, come here. So walk over there. Um, pulls out a knife, just cuts my pant leg open. And there's now blood running down uh, my calf. And he goes, yeah, maybe we should go lay you down. <laughs> so were, were you in shock? Were you? Um, well, when I explain the injury to you, you'll probably figure out or think okay. about why I reacted the way I did. Like I've got like, I've got like nervous energy in my chest. <laughs> you so do I. And this was, you know, you know 12 plus years ago. <laughs> oh my God. I'm good. <laughs> so we walked back about 50 yards to where uh, the benches are and everything. So at this point in my mind, I'm like, okay, I've walked this far. It's not splurting blood. Probably didn't hit an artery, so I'm probably going to be okay. So lay down. Um, fire department comes up. They look at it, transport me to the hospital. One of my buddies goes with me. Uh, they just you know roll me into a room. And as they're transforming, transferring me from the gurney to the bed, my buddy goes, hey, so what's that? So the fire department completely missed the entry wound. Oh, which, that was the exit wound. Yeah, which was above the knee midway on my thigh. Oh, my God. So, so very well it could, yeah, it very well could have hit my femoral artery. But the fact that, you know, I traveled in, in an ambulance to the hospital that was, you know, 20 minutes away, um, and I'm still alive in my mind, I'm like, okay, I don't think I'm bleeding out because I can talk. I'm here. Um, so they moved me into the actual trauma room. They're like, well, you're considered a trauma one now since it's above the knee. So, now. yeah. yeah. Is, it, is <laughs> it, any gunshot considered trauma one? No. Nope. Nope. Depends where it's at. Oh, okay. So I should know this, but. <laughs> right. Uh, since it was above the knee, they considered it to be a trauma one because of the possibility of hitting a femoral artery, that kind of thing. So then they, you know, hospitals send out their page and all these people come, doctors and uh, rate radiologists and all these people come rolling in. They're like, where's the gunshot wound? Where's the gunshot wound? I'm like, right here. Calm as can be. Right. You know, and crime labs back in the corner uh, because anytime somebody gets shot, police get called and they got to, you know, do an investigation. Oh, my gosh. You know, he's taking his pictures and stuff and doctors are looking at me like, are you, are you sure? Are you sure you got shot? I'm like, yeah. So one of the docs grabs this big old Q-tip, long Q-tip, and sticks it in the entry wound and goes... Does that hurt? I'm like, well, it does now. (laughs) (laughs) When you start sticking things in there, yeah, it's going to hurt. At least it wasn't his finger. Right? (laughs) So they do x-rays. They do all that stuff. And uh, I didn't hit any bone. Uh, They do an ultrasound because they're really surprised. I didn't hit any arteries. Oh, my gosh. So just so listeners out there can understand, it went in mid-thigh. Traveled down the back of my leg and came out my calf. Oh my gosh! Like I get no I, tendons, nothing. Oh my gosh! Like that's not insane. not that they were able to see. Yeah. So a Went couple, through the knee. Yeah. 
So a couple That's days. What I'm saying. Like, Whoa. Tendons, nothing. Because like, I'm just so, doing head, shoulders, knees, and toes. That, right. Whoa. So a couple days later, you know, when the good bruising sets in, and um, I looked in the mirror, and like the whole back of my leg, you know, around the knee and everything was all bruised. But right down the middle was a darker bruise. Oh, you could <laughs> see the trajectory. See the bullet path. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, within three days of that, I was back to work. Tell me you've got some cool pictures of that. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> crime you, lab, that, that crime lab somewhere has some. I'm, I'm sure uh, I, a bullet was recovered, whether or not it was actually the bullet. Um, I, I was given a bullet by my friends. So they're like, here you go. Um, now, obviously, it's a Glock. We all know the only way Glocks fire is if the trigger's pulled. Right. Uh, do I remember having my finger on the trigger? No. Um, I, this is not my first time uh, using guns, handling firearms. Um, but for it to go off, my finger had to have been on the trigger somehow. So whether it was too close to it as I started a holster and it got clipped in there, but either way, I had to have pulled that trigger to... To make that gun go is that off. is that hard to admit? That's got to be hard to admit. Um, I think it'd be harder if I had hit somebody else. Okay, but since That's I fair. shot my own stupid self, I mean, it is what it is. There's the only way that that it's going to happen is if I actually pull the trigger with a Glock. So, wow, dude, thank you for thank you thank you for sharing that story. <laughs> no problem. <clears throat> so. When you, when you're being treated for this wound, like, are they the the people around you, your fellow shooters at the range? Um, I assume this was a private range. Was it indoors or outdoors? It was outdoor. Outdoor. Okay, so you're you're surrounded by other shooters. Mm-hmm. You're not necessarily right next to immediate medical care. No. How, are they freaking out? What are they doing? What's everybody around you doing? Uh, from what I remember, most of them were fairly calm. Um, one of the guys there had, uh, just like a trauma med pack. So, and another one that was there actually, uh, had been in the military and was, was a medic. So they just got that and started, you know, treating it, waiting till, you know, the fire department could show up. You should have had the, uh, the medic range bag from mymedic.com. Boom. Uh, you know that, yeah, <laughs> selling it. <laughs> <laughs> but no so, tourniquet or anything. Um, no, because well, I guess yeah, they just thought it was a teeny if, little. Yeah, yeah. If you just thought you had the entrance below like, the, below the knee. From what I remember, fire even just thought it was a ricochet. Like no one realized that that was actually the exit wound. <laughs> wow. For now. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of gunshots, but I've seen gunshots before, and usually the entrance and exit are pretty distinct. Right. But, but they at didn't that bother range, apparently I guess, looking for... <laughs> I guess at that range, when it's... I mean, you're it's going in at almost point blank. Yeah, and straight and, down. And it's coming out 18 inches later. I mean, it's still traveling at full speed. Right. So the exit wound is pretty much just going to be a tear in the flesh. It's not going to be... The slowed down blow up right. barn door out your back that you're normally seeing in like right. a Dirty Harry movie. So, I I don't. You are lucky. Oh, I know I'm lucky. <laughs> wow. 
I mean, I know that that's that's a a terrible thing to think about a guy who who had I, a bullet go into and out of him. Extremely I say unlucky, it's skill. luckily, like or whatever you want to call it. But like, you it get a cool unlucky, story yeah, out of it, dude. That's story. so lucky. Yep. I, I I just say it was skill. You know, I was able to you know, <laughs> shoot totally myself without doing totally any, you know, so any you, vital damage. You don't remember what it felt like to have the bullet go into your into your leg. Not at all. There was no like because usually, you, you, oh, at least in the movies, like they always talk about a smell, like burning flesh, things like that. Nothing. Nope. Like I don't even remember hearing the bang. All you I remember felt is the felt the slide run up my arm, and in my mind, I'm like, that is not right. <laughs> That's what got me. Like, everybody That's else, so crazy. like, all my buddies who were there, they heard the bang. And they're like, what are you doing? And, you know, but Can't I don't remember hearing that thunder. at all. Wow. That, I, it, That's pretty nutty. I, ha- I mean, I had a whole list of things to talk about, but I literally, I don't know how to follow <laughs> that story up. That's a great story, dude. Thank you for sharing it with us, man. You're welcome. So... Um, obviously this is not a, uh, an endorsement to go out and pop shots into your leg. Uh, nor do I want to that pictures because man, you were back to work three days later. Mm-hmm. Did it, I mean, were you in I was a lot on of crutches, pain? but I was still able to go back to work. Were you in a, how long were you in pain for? No. So the hospital only kept me overnight, just overnight once. And more they were surprised that I didn't hit anything. So, that you know, they gave me, like, two ultrasounds on my leg just, you know, like, to make sure that they didn't miss something um, because they couldn't find anything. Is That's your stance – well, and I'm just kind of curious now for, like, to back that story up. What was – are you just, yeah, like – Are you squared off? Yeah, what, are yeah. you, what are you Is doing? Is it one leg forward, one leg back? Um, it was probably – let's see, my – so right-handed, so my right foot. The toe is probably even with about the middle of my left foot, so not a huge. So difference. your left foot was a little. So you're far not doing forward, like a weaver stance. No, you're not. You're, you're left foot was just off. a little bit forward, and that like because it hit you in the right leg, right? Mm-hmm. So it would have been. I mean, I'm just thinking, trying to think that through. It would have been a little bit straighter than the left leg. Therefore, like maybe that's that's what yeah, helped that. If you got your right down. leg back, yeah, and your left leg's a little. Forward, and where was where was the exit? Back. It was. Inside my calf. In, inside your calf. So, yeah. No it, muscle, it, muscle tissue damage or anything so, like that? Yeah, well, uh, well, yeah, my calf is a funny shape now. Okay. <laughs> it goes flat on one side. I've got the same thing from a motorcycle <laughs> foot peg, but not as cool. I don't think it's not the same cool. thing, Jim. I don't <laughs> just think <laughs> I've got a weird shape. Unless calf. that, that's unless the same. that motorcycle that's the foot peg similar. went through your leg, I don't think it's the... Oh, it did, but... Did it really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, maybe it is the same thing. Yeah, it might be. That, that'll be for that'll be for our motorcycle podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Motorcycle <laughs> podcast. Now. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. So different story. I love that I hear like a new fascinating and absurd fact about Jim York every time we record something. Like, keep it mysterious. It, he really he is an international man of mystery. I was just going to say, do you drink Dos Equis? Yeah. I am Dos Equis. I am not at liberty to say. <laughs> he is he is both the most secretive and interesting guy I've ever met. Jim York. I'm pretty I sure he's a spy. I'm awesome. Also not a liberty to say. <laughs> My wife is literally convinced that he is in the CIA. <laughs> literally. Because some of the things he has pulled off, mm-hmm. literally there's no other way to explain it. Somehow, <laughs> somehow Jim York got his hands on what is considered highly classified government, government not just papers, but actual material. 
He got his hands on a Vulcan cannon from an F-16. Oh, that. Yes. And mounted it to the back of a Prius with the firing mechanism intact. And ammunition. And ammunition. Is there a video of that? Yes. Yes. It's all over YouTube. Just Google Gatling gun Prius. May have seen it. (laughs) Yeah. Someone Uh, may have showed it to you. (laughs) And it's like we were supposed to record yesterday, and it's like, we can't record today. Why not? I'm doing something. I'm filming something. And then he just doesn't respond. Like and then he just goes You didn't ask what I was doing. I knew better. Yeah, (laughs) we we, we, we told you, but (laughs) we've quit asking. You didn't ask. And then like I see on his social media page, like he's hanging out with movie stars and Mm -hmm. rock stars. He's out hanging out with Post Malone and Travis Pastrana and uh, the guys in Green Day, and I mean, you were there. I was like, you were there for that. No, you weren't there for that one. <laughs> I was there for weeks. And, and then he comes and hangs out with us for half an hour. So yeah. <laughs> and, and it's always like I always let him know on a moment's notice too. It's like, hey, can you come record today? Yep, I'll be right there. Like, I, I think he just sits in your parking garage and waits for that call. I'm half tempted. He's spying on me, and probably that's why he's so available. The CIA has got so many things on this podcast that uh, have offended so many people that I have my own CIA <laughs> counterpart. Yeah. Trump may not have had his phone tapped, but you do. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's uh, plenty to talk about for this week. I'm going to title this episode "What It's Like to What It's Like to Get Shot." Sounds good. Um, Mike has told us what it's like to get shot at. Um, or almost well, shot at. Yeah, almost shot at. He didn't yeah. actually get You thought you got shot at at the time. Well, I wasn't sure, but somebody sure tried. <laughs> yeah. If you, Speaking of being shot at, if you want that experience in a controlled environment, go to the Bountiful Lions Club gun range. That's Because they have yeah. that tunnel, and the bullets go right over your head, and it I, is uh, weird. <laughs> I've, I've been shot at. I can't say I cared for the experience, but that whizzing going over your head, that's... Yeah, like that... Yeah. About not, as close as you can get. Right. I mean, any if you hear the bullet, that's a good thing, because it's when you don't hear the bullet, case in point, that's when you've usually been Silent hit. Silent but deadly. Um, I will leave you with my final thought, just like on the Mari Povich show. This is going out to my fellow gun enthusiasts and my fellow Second Amendment supporters. Stop being so easy to troll on Facebook. I watch these gun groups all the time on Facebook, and I see people troll you all day and all night. Be smarter. Just (laughs) avoid these confrontations because it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to all of us. Amen. Can I leave with a gun-related Google? Yeah. Go Google meat bullets. <laughs> Why does that sound like something out of Borderlands? <laughs> right? Meat bullets. Meat bullets. If anybody's ever played it's, Borderlands, you'll understand why I, I think it's something out of Borderlands 3 is coming out. I know. Have you guys, you guys know who I'm talking about, though, right? You've seen the people that somebody puts on some bogus article mm-hmm. and they're, they're being spread. So, case in point, there was one spread this week about a man in Plano, Texas, who had his M14 taken away. He had his constitutional rights violated. He had a fully automatic M14 with the serial number scratched off. Yeah, that's a problem. That is a problem. I'm sorry. He broke the law. And the article that talks about him as being a hero in Vietnam who is just the innocent victim of an overreaching government. Let's forget the fact that he the, the warrant that found the M14 was for child molestation and drug abuse. 
So those are bad too. people. The, the oh. only people that need fully automatic M, uh, M14s are the A team. So let's just leave it there and we're good. Right? Yeah. If you're Hannibal, Face Man, Murdoch, or BA, pity you fool. I don't know if I'd give Murdoch one. Just let him have the helicopter. How dare you? Helen Just let Murdoch him have the helicopter. Can't you tell he kind of he kind of <laughs> looks like Helen Murdoch? Oh yeah, Helen Murdoch. I, mean, I mean, if we had to throw together an A team, that's what I would you know put him. Yeah. As. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there are four of us here. Yes, we're all great with guns. One of us is may or may not be a spy. <laughs> He's face. You're face man. I have a face that works out, <laughs> <laughs> and you are good with the ladies. Check. Yeah. He is oh, the no, eye candy. I'm not saying that. <laughs> if I'm the eye candy, you can only show? imagine how ugly this room is. <laughs> <laughs> so, which one of you is BA, and which one of you is John Hannibal Smith? I'd have to say that he's Hannibal. I'd agree. He's got the mind for it, and you you are bigger than the rest of us. That mm-hmm. is true. So, of 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 the four of us, you are the most physically intimidating. Yeah. Well, Did I just you. wait? Then how, how do you feel about milk? I love and milk. air travel. Mm, air travel can be rather. Oh my gosh, he is BA. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the the lighter Whoa. shade of BA. <laughs> I ain't getting on no plane, Hannibal. <laughs> here, 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 BA, eat this. All right. <laughs> wait, was Face um, Bradley Cooper in the new one? Yes. yes. Oh man, that's the best compliment you guys ever give me. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley. Yes, they they are, like Bradley he does. You he guys still have a Bradley Cooper quality about you. I wish it was not guys can, telling me that. Though. Can you talk like a raccoon? That's what I say. I, is, mm. is we got Rocket over there. Ain't nobody <laughs> like me but me. <laughs> Rocket raccoon. They did fix, that. That raccoon fixed that ride. By the way, I mean, yeah, Tower Terror. Yeah. When did you go? I thought you haven't been since you were little. I know about it. Have you been on it? <laughs> no. <laughs> So you don't know if he fixed the ride or According not. According to people that have gone, they said it was a lot better. I will agree. He fixed the ride. Huh? See? The, the <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy is much better than Tower of Terror. And your raccoon is not as good as your Rick Moranis. It's, I, I need some work. Yeah, your Rick Moranis is spot on. Oh, hey, Larry. I got some uh, jelly donuts. We're gonna, <laughs> I saw Jedi 14 times, eh? <laughs> Take off, you knob. So Mike heard me do my uh, my Canadian. Uh, in my mind, all Canadians sound like the Great White North. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he did that on the radio. I did that day. on the radio the other day, and Mike starts texting me. Um, all right, well, that's all for this week. Uh, thank you for checking us out here on Range Time. If you like what you heard, go ahead and give us a like, subscribe, maybe give us a rating and review, unless your review is going to tell us that we suck, in which case, keep it to yourself. You know, who somebody, somebody else. gave us a bad review. Nobody a new one, like recently? No, no, oh, that old one. one. Guy who yeah. said, I, I, guy who said he wouldn't like going to the gun range with me. He's a liar. No, he's not. He's he would hate going. That's, to that's the true. Gun. He would because <laughs> he's a fuddy, a fuddy duddy, non happy pants. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Quit being so easy to troll on the internet. Yes. Seriously, I I am a gun guy. I should not get so much pleasure out of trolling you on the internet as I do. <laughs> I just admitted that I troll gun people on the internet. <laughs> I can't help it. Some of you are just easy marks. Uh, my thanks to uh, to Dan, the mysterious guest who shot himself in the leg for our amusement. Uh, my thanks <laughs> to, to uh, I don't think it was intentional, <laughs> but it was my still amusing. To Officer Mike for joining us today, and as always, thanks to my co-host Jim York. 
Until next time, we will see you here on Rage. Damn it. You always screw that All up. All the time. Meat bullets. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's Range Time. We'll see you next week. Range Time.